This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, what a difference a couple of weeks makes, right? And going from opposition to being in charge. Today was the big day. Jason Kenney was sworn in today as the new Premier of Alberta just a couple of hours ago. And we wanted to think back here, take a moment, think back of the what the campaign trail was like. It was a nasty campaign. We covered quite a bit of it. But remember what he pledged to voters just a few weeks ago when he was campaigning? Oh, something about, oh, I know, turning off the taps to British Columbia. Within an hour of being sworn in, we will hold a cabinet meeting. And the first item on the agenda will be to proclaim into law Bill 12, the turn off the taps legislation. Right. Well, he got part of it right. Within the first hour, they did have a cabinet meeting, but the rest of that did not happen. This morning, uh, while being sworn in to office as Alberta's 18th premier, he now says, oh, he had no intention to do that. Clear it is not our intention. Uh, to uh, reduce shipments or turn off the tap at this time. We simply want to demonstrate uh, that uh, our government is serious about defending the vital economic interests of Alberta. Funny, because it sure sounded like that was his intention, right? So now what happens in this relationship between our two provinces? Well, we thought we'd check in with our good friends over at 630 Chet in Edmonton, and Ryan Jesperson joins us now. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Simi, how are you? I am good, thank you. We're recovering. We thought we were going to be getting it today. We thought we'd be the target, and turns out not so much. Well, I mean, from what I understand and from photos that I've seen posted of, of gas prices, you guys are already getting it. I yeah, mean, what you're flirting, flirting with a dollar eighty a liter for regular right now, is that right? It is, but it depends on every day. Today's $1.72, but you know what? It goes up and down all week long. It's uh, it's wild, and then I think of all the, I mean, all of those, uh, you know, on, on the West Coast, lucky enough to be driving Ferraris, Maseratis, and Mercedes that are filling up with the 91 and the 94 octane, and you've got yeah. to be over $2 a liter, which is uh, absolutely wild. I was, I was just spending some time with my brother and sister, who both call Vancouver home. Uh, they were back home in Alberta for a recent family gathering, and, and uh, I was complaining about $1.45 a liter, and, and, and they were staring daggers at me. <laughs> yeah, that is what we would pretty much do to people who say that. But I guess we were still expecting, because Jason Kenney was so adamant about this on the campaign trail. So, Ryan, what happened? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, this is this is everything that's wrong about politics, as far as I'm concerned, and I'm certainly not suggesting uh, that I that I want uh, our new premier here in Alberta to immediately pick a fight with our neighbors in in British Columbia. Um, I mean, essentially, uh, depending on, on on who you blame, uh, you know, the premier of of Alberta now or of Quebec, he he sort of soft picked a fight the night of April 16th, and then Quebec fired back the morning of April 17th. So we've already got that, uh, you know, uh, conversation going around the, the ethics of pipeline expansion out to eastern Canada and uh, maybe the lack of, of so-called social license, if that's even a thing anymore. Uh, but you're right. I mean, you know, Jason Kenney essentially today said, um, what he did say is we have no intention of yada, yada, yada. But what he meant was we have no intention of keeping our promise yeah. to, the, to the people of Alberta, which was to immediately uh, proclaim into law uh, the NDP bill, Bill 12, which which is the turn off the taps legislation that Rachel Notley was was holding over Premier Horgan's head uh, as they attempted their their you know pipelines and grapevines uh, conversation. Uh, it, it to me, it, there's a lot of saber rattling from all politicians on the campaign trail, but none of it is proven to be meaningless 
as quickly as what we heard from Jason Kenny today. I, I suppose British Columbians are probably breathing a sigh of relief, but it made me roll my eyes the entire time. I got to tell you, like even here when he was saying it, I don't think many of us actually believed it was going to happen because it was. It did sound like you know being on the campaign trail and and all that hyperbole that they use. But I got to say, if, if you're at one of those rallies and you heard Jason Kenny say that, how would how are people feeling about that? Saying, well, wait a minute, I thought you said you were going to do this. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there are a lot of things that that uh, you know we have. This is day one of this new government. You know, a talk of streamlining and, and government and making government smaller, and he introduces a cabinet larger than the NDPs. Now, big deal. I mean, it's it's two seats larger, right? They had uh, nineteen ministers, three associate ministers introduced today, whereas the NDP left with twenty. So it's only two more. Keep in mind, the NDP's first cabinet four years ago was twelve ministers, which is minuscule uh, for a province, even like Alberta. Uh, but but you know, the the, the promises are going to get interesting. Um, you know, people, I suggested on Charles Adler a couple of weeks ago and caught a lot of flack from conservatives in Alberta for it, but I stand by my comments that I think that Jason Kenney is beholden to some special interest groups, including the so-called parents' rights groups, homeschoolers, and parents that were dealt a, a blow in Alberta's highest court, Alberta's Court of Appeal, today fighting Bill 24, which is the NDP's act, uh, the school act, which prohibits uh, schools, uh, most especially faith-based schools and private schools, from notifying parents when their children are taking part in a gay-straight alliance in the GSA. Uh, so today, they're dealt a setback in court, uh, represented by notorious lawyer John Carpe of the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms. And so the news reports say, well, now these groups are going to look to Alberta's Premier Jason Kenney to see what he's going to do in keeping his promise to them that he will that he will roll yeah. back Bill 24 protections. So we're already seeing a couple interesting storylines, Simeon. They've only been government for three hours. Yeah, yeah that's a very good way to put it then. Is that going to matter, though, Ryan? Because it seemed to me in the election campaign, a lot of that other stuff just didn't, it, when it came down to it, didn't matter and people voted UCP anyway. It didn't, none of this, nothing mattered. It, it didn't matter that, that Rachel Notley had, had called out John Horgan and had called out uh, Quebec's leadership and had called out Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. It didn't matter that Rachel Notley, a longtime New Democrat, was cheerleading for pipelines, which was bizarre for longtime New De- Democrats to see. Uh, it didn't matter that many of Jason Kenney's candidates were being, uh, you know, dragged through uh, essentially the muck and mire of their own self-creation with regards to, you know, homophobic and Islamophobic and white nationalist social media posts. None of it mattered, Simi. What people wanted was the New Democrats out and the Conservatives in. And uh, I was even seeing feedback like that on our text line and on Twitter this morning when I was doing my show. Uh, people just saying we've waited four long years to see Conservatives back in power in Alberta. It was a 44-year tenure before that with the Progressive Conservatives. And before that, it was the Social Credit Party, which is yeah. under Bible Bill Aberhart even more conservative. So this is a province that was not used to a centrist government like Rachel Notley's NDP. And now for a lot of people, more than a million of them voted for Jason Kenney. The first time we've ever seen a party get a million votes in Alberta. They're happy to see a conservative government back in, regardless of whether or not they're going to get their promises kept. Right. But how long do you think that lasts? Like, obviously, there's a lot of pressure here on Jason Kinney as well, because as you mentioned before, it was always a foregone conclusion of which party was going to be elected. Now we know there are other possibilities. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing is one of the beautiful things, if you're the United Conservatives, one of the beautiful things about unity is you have lopped off at the knees 
any other effective conservative alternative uh, for a lot of years. Well, at least, let's say, for 10 years in the province of Alberta, while the progressive conservatives held power, the Wild Rose Party presented a very real alternative. I mean, they were getting hundreds of thousands of votes in elections. They were strong. And if not for their own self-implosion, the Wild Rose Party very likely could have formed government had Danielle Smith not crossed the floor. Uh, in in uh, late 2014, in December 2014, before that, had a candidate by the name of Alan Huntsberger not gone on a lake of fire rant about about gays uh, in 2012. So uh, with that option gone, with the Wild Rose Party no longer a factor, right now, the Alberta Party has zero seats. They had three heading into the election. The Alberta Liberals have zero seats. It had one heading into the election, and the Freedom Conservative Party, which just lost its leader this morning, Derek Hildebrandt, has zero seats, and they had one before that as well. So Alberta is, for the first time in a long time, a two-party democracy, and conservatives, whether or not they're keeping their promises, simply look to the electorate, their base, and say, you want them or us? Easy way to put it. Listen, uh, Ryan, thanks so much for explaining it to us. Always appreciate the opportunity, Simi. Love having you on. That is Ryan Jesperson, host of The Ryan Jesperson Show on 630 Chet in Edmonton.